Greetings, everybody. This is Christopher Messina coming at you from the Messy Time Studio. It is January 7th, 2022, a new year is upon us. Uh, joined in the studio again by my great friend, Heshi Tischler, who is here to discuss with me a range of the ills that plague our government and potential solutions to those ills, whether I'm a crazy-eyed dreamer or not, we'll discuss in a moment. But uh, we're not going to touch on what a friend of mine referred to as yesterday, January 6th, the musical, in which the Democrats screamed and yelled in, in chorus, including, I believe, an impromptu performance by Lin-Manuel Miranda <laughs> singing about uh, something or other, uh, the, 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 the bunch of knuckleheads who got a little over-enthusiastic about gaining access to their own building, uh, the Capitol, uh, have, in the Democrat telling, become insurrectionists, uh, which is fascinating, but we're going to leave all that aside for another day. In fact, uh, on Messy Times, we actually did a show about that, I think, on January 8th last year about how ridiculous it was that most of these clowns were strolling around taking selfies in the rotunda. Uh, and we're not even going to touch on the fact that many of them remain locked up as political prisoners without access to counsel in the D.C. jail. Leaving all that aside, <laughs> Heshi, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And by the way, I want to touch up. I was watching CNN last night and I saw some councilmen, I mean, some congressmen and other politicians, and they were actually crying. These are grown men running our country. Oh my God, we were going to be killed. Really? You lies. And it's still mentally with PTSD affects them a year later on. Really get the hell out of government because I got problems every single day. And if you want to be affected, come to my house. I'll teach you a lesson. <laughs> They'll get some real PTSD. This is the same crowd that told us that thousands of people throwing Molotov cocktails and breaking windows in federal yeah. buildings out in the Pacific Northwest were mostly peaceful protesters. And the problem was jackbooted federal thugs who went to protect federal property. So again, so many things to cover. We're going to stay positive for the new year. Uh, I would say here was one thing that I've been talking with a bunch of folks. In fact, uh, a friend of mine is debating running for Congress. God save him, better him than me. And we were chatting and I raised this idea, which I'd love your thoughts on. The idea is that irrespective of what political tribe you, you, you belong to or don't belong to or believe in or don't believe in, I would suggest that all Americans, Republican, Democrat, independent, communist, socialist, whatever, libertarian, should agree that if a government agency exists, like building inspectors or environmental protection, that the American taxpayer demand that those entities be helpful entities, not putative entities, not to show up and if you've done something wrong in construction, fine you to put more money in the taxpayer's coffers, or actually their own bureaucratic coffers, but say something helpful like, wow, we see that you've cross-braced that incorrectly. Luckily, we have civil engineers who can help you fix that. To me, that would be a great suggestion that everybody pushes at their elected officials, that we demand that as a level of service from the institutions we pay for. What do you think of that? Chris, I love you, and you're so handsome. The problem <laughs> is, is you are lost because you're an idealistic man, and you dream... The dream, and, and, I, and I agree with you, the problem is you just upset me, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you did, because this is what I do every day. I deal with these government agencies, and I deal with inspectors, and the inspector tells me, listen, I can't tell you how to fix it. I'm just writing a violation. I said, are you crazy, man? You're wrong. It's perfect. No, you have to figure it out yourself. I'm writing the violation. And I say to them, 
you know, I'm doing this for 30 years. You just can't do that. And he gets pissed and he stops the job. Now, I, I tell him exactly what you said. Your job is to help us. No, nope, sorry. Now I so he won't even tell you what he's finding you for. He, he just writes down the code. He writes down what he says he sees. I'm missing a clip, but you're wrong. The clip is done right. No, you have to figure out how the violation is affecting you. I said, you're wrong. The zoning code doesn't say that. The building code doesn't say that. It is not the way you're stating. Anyways, he doesn't care. Now we're going to deal with the police. Sometimes people have a fight at home. There's an issue. No, Harold, we're just going to arrest. Listen to me. You're the police officer. You're an agency. Your job is to make peace if somebody has an issue. No, first thing we do is arrest. I said, once you arrest the guy, he's screwed. You understand? He loses his job. He gets a record. We have issues. No, you have to handle this before we get here. Once we get here, we follow the law. I said, the law does not work like that. Again, your government, and I'm going to go right down the Department of Finance. Sorry, <laughs> even though we made a mistake that it's not a three-family house, it's a two-family house, you have to go get the forms, bring them back to us, go to your accountant, go to your architect, bring them back. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm so excited. We will <laughs> then assess your... Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and then we will assess your paperwork, and if it is good, we'll accept it. If not, we'll return it to you with a rejection, and you'll have to figure it out. And this goes on and out. Just for your knowledge, I'm an HPD receiver, which means I don't do that fight for the city, I work for them. And the government tells me, we don't make a profit. I said, are you crazy? I said, I'm running a building that you gave me crazy. You're trying to cheat the landlord and screw the tenants. I'm the guy here to make sure. I was just in court last week and the, the director was there with the uh, tenants and some other lawyers. And at the end, they're all arguing and they're telling me that this is the way it's going to be done. And I said, listen to me, you guys approve me. The judge appointed me, the judge was there. I said, judge, these people are wrong. In this particular case, I'm the boss. Either you're going to listen to me and they're gonna follow the same rules that they put onto the regular citizens like me, or I'm quitting. And the judge tells the director, you will listen to Mr. Tischler. You will follow the rules that he brings on. These are their rules. Right. They're telling me they can do whatever they want. Listen to me. They can do whatever they want. They don't need a permit. And we lose money. I said, not with me. And that's my point to you, Chris, why I'm upset. You want to be idealistic to helping you? I swear to you, they are not there to help us. They're there to punish us. And like Andrew Giuliani said on my show, I'm going to look into this. I'm not going to let duplicity happen, wasting of billions and billions of dollars. Right. I know myself, just on duplicity alone in government agencies, if I would have been in city council, I could have taken two and a half billion dollars off of city budgets. Forget that's, state. That's awful. Let me, let me just break in, right? So uh, I am a dreamy-eyed idealist, which goes away, goes along with my absolutely gorgeous- I love you. Flowing I love you. Uh, by the way, um, the, the goal for 2020 is full ZZ Top, so we're, we're very excited about that development. You can watch watch over time as the beard grows. Um, 2022. 2022. Isn't that what we're in? Oh, I said the wrong yeah. thing. Anyway, this year, look, the president doesn't know what year it is. Why should I? I'm, I'm just a lowly citizen. Um, the president so, doesn't know what state he's in. Wow, he's in a state, state of misery. Anyway, no, actually, he's, he's actually really delightful. That's one of the hallmarks of, of Alzheimer's. You're perpetually happy. Everyone around you is miserable. Um, 
but we're not touching on uh, uh, armchair diagnoses of our dear leader right now. <laughs> um, we wish him the best. But in terms of what you just said, right? So Andrew uh, Giuliani was running for governor, uh, competing in the primaries against my, my man, Rob Astorino. That's okay. May the best man win. And also your friend, de Blasio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Warren Wilhelm Jr., comrade extraordinaire, sociopath of the first water. He's hat in the ring. Getting me distracted. I want to stay focused. So, but you just said if you were in city council, you would have tried to change that. Uh, potential gubernatorial candidate Giuliani has said that he would like to change that, which means that the political elected officials above these agencies can become in charge again if they have the will to do it. And if they enforce what they want, if they enforce an attitude change and a policy change at that level, because it's not impossible to do. I mean, I look at it, I know friends, for example, I'm just thinking randomly in Finland, where they've got a very different culture. It's certainly uh, kind of not multicultural place, so it's easier to enforce norms like this. But they expressed surprise to me at sort of American administrative norms, which are designed to punish, punish, punish. Whereas all of their uh, civil, civil servants in the various divisions, when they find someone who's not doing a job, their first, second, and third instincts is to help them do a better job, not to penalize them. So it can be done. You've described a culture that is entrenched, maybe more so in New York City than, I don't know, Tulsa, I don't know. Um, but you think it's completely impossible to change or it's just a really hard thing to change? Well, number one, the politicians are scared because it might affect their uh, uh, the budgets and also that too many, uh, if you rock the boat with one of the big guys like your mayor or something, they're going to lose for the little guy. So you need somebody big to do it. Let me put it to you this way. In the building department, there's no oversight, which I would have been, that would have been one of my five agencies that I was going to go after. Hmm. Now, we now, we now, after a lot of complaining, found out that there are a lot of supervisors that are not just appointed to positions and they're actually prejudiced. We have three cases going on where there was real prejudice. There's investigation going on right. that they targeted the black community. They targeted the Jewish community. And I'm speaking to insiders, supervisors that are saying that these other people are hateful to the community. And there's nothing you can do about it because they're appointed to their positions. They have their jobs. They're not commissioners. So they're lifetime positions. And wow. that's it. And they're coming after. So now there's a finally an investigation into this anti-Semite Semitism and prejudice, right. three real investigations. And they're all scared now. This is my point. None of the people, like Governor Hochul, was able to implement any mandates and stuff, like the mayor, implement. These guys can stop it. They're scared to rock the boat. And yes, my dear friend, we little people who made the mistake, who who elected, like I'm not fighting, like you said, the Democrats, Republicans. You picked your, 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 your politicians, you picked your leaders, you didn't know better. You were dumbbells, like diamonds. You know, we're all diamonds. And, you know, I was talking to a, a guy the other day, and he says to me, all the people are stupid. They're all stupid. Ouch. And I said to him, what do you mean? I mean, he says, they don't know what they're doing. And I said, let me explain to you. What are you doing? What he tells me. Was this person in who had this wonderful opinion of our fellow humans? Black, so, so he's a diamond dealer. I said to him, what do you do? He says, I'm a diamond dealer. I said, you have diamonds? He said, yes. And I said, they're all expensive. There's no, some of them that are beautiful, they shine. Some of them are, are rough. 
And I said to him, listen to me, it's the same way with our people. Some of them are just not polished yet. Right. They didn't know better. Maybe now that they've been scratched and phased and polished, like a lot of my kids in my youth center, people tell me they're lost, they're losers. I said, no, they're rough diamonds and I'm working on them and I will polish them. We will win. I do lose a few, but I want you to know we are going to do it. America out there, my people, my citizens, my New Yorkers, you, you've lost. Maybe you made a mistake, maybe not. I'm telling you that polish yourself, see the light, see, I, I believe mm. in our people. I believe they're going to shine. I believe 2022, maybe we're going to wake up. I, I, we're going to start with Andrew, Mr. Giuliani. I'm going to beg him to let me join his administration. You should hear my interview with him. He loved me. Oh, it's he great. listened to me. He, he, he trusts me. I believe he's going to give me a shot to join him. I, I don't need a salary, I told him. I want to help be a liaison to show him not only what the Jewish people are, city, because this Governor Hochul is so busy with New York City. You got so many other cities in New York. Deal with that. She's just attacking us. The other day, I made a mistake she is, yesterday. She is crazy. I don't mean to judge on the basis of a few things, but... Wow. I mean, as, as a, a pal of mine who was going on and on about, about uh, uh, Biden, I said, look, we got rid of Andrew Cuomo because he was awful. Is that looking like a good trade right now? I want you to think carefully about what you're asking for. I know. I know. And I want you to know, yesterday I could have been arrested. You're lucky you have me. They were giving a news conference in the train station, uh, Hochul and, and uh, Adams. And I was called 15 minutes before and I was starting to fly to get there to scream and holler. All the press was there. They were so happy I didn't show up. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what should I tell you? Uh, I didn't this happy. All right. Well, excellent. So that's I mean, that's the one thing I really I've been pondering on. Right. The the whether whether I have the uh, luxury to be a dewy eyed idealist, uh, which I would find startling, as most people I know say I'm fairly cynical. Um, I love you. And I wish you I wish, I wish Christopher, I wish you'd be right. But 2022, I don't see any changes in government agencies unless we have new people elected. And that will be I'm hoping next year when I run. And I'm hoping Andrew gets elected. So 2023, that's where I'm looking forward. Am I looking forward to a good 2022? I'm looking that maybe this crazy of this, of, of Omnico, which is, again, people are getting sick. <laughs> as, as good I call it here that calls it. It sounds like one of the Terminators, Omnicron. Yeah, I call it Omnicrap. Nonsense, right? Um, well, that's it is interesting. It's not going to change. Doesn't happen overnight, without without a doubt. Um, and I'm I'm dismayed that Adams is doubling down on the stupidity of Comrade Wilhelm's idiotic policies. It's just painful. Um, and what I found, I'm, I'm not going to touch on all the mask idiocy. We're in New York, so it's nice to see friends. We went to the mask New restaurants. We're Man. arresting you to come to the Christopher. Man. Come into town, Chris. If you want to go to jail, come eat in one of my restaurants. Yeah, it's craziness. I know. I I I I got somewhere, and uh, I was with. It was funny. I was in Staten Island. And I got there first, and then the the the, the, the postus young kid probably um, was asking me if I had a vaccine card to show, uh, and I did, and I, I and I showed it to her. It's like you understand this is a violation of like the constitution and everything about our country, and and beyond that, it's objectively purposeless. And uh, then my friend came in later, and she didn't check. I said, "Did you think I was with the city?" I mean, you didn't ask him. Does he look more local? <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Um, but 
we'll we'll we'll, we'll wrap it up because uh, part of the messy times uh, New Year's resolution is to keep it punchy for people. Uh, touch on the topic, Keshi. You're always welcome on the show, and I think uh, even even though the electoral change can't happen, here's my my thought. Even for those people in city council um, who may not agree with me or you politically, doesn't matter. When you hear that there is massive abuse that's costing people money and time within your city, like what city council member is in favor of unelected bureaucrats abusing citizens who could be you or your neighbor or just your your fellow New Yorker? Like who is in favor of letting these agencies act like this? And is it just because they're just unaware or they're aware they don't care? Like why does no one in the city council come together with a unanimous vote to call the heads of each one of these organizations in and saying, guess what? You're getting a lapel camera just the way the police have. You're going to record every interaction you have with a building owner. Why has no one asked for that? So, Christopher, I want to ask you a question. Have you been drinking? <laughs> because for some reason, you think that these politicians care about us. Right. They only care about one thing about their legacy, their name, and to go on. So their whole thing is to create- What legacy? <laughs> I, I sat as part of a corrupt administration that's- Right, so all they, do, all they do every day is create new legislation. If they can get a bill in, it looks good. The more bills they get in, the better it is for them. So right. if they get three or four bills in, there's 1,800 bills right now sitting on the floor. There's 18,000 bills that was reinstituted in the assembly, 18,000, not 18,000. You know what I love about that is? I can't think of one new rule we need. What are but any of these bills what, about? But, that, but that's all they're worried about is these legislations. Not about you, Chris. Not about me. Not about fines. Yes, they'll take a call. They'll help out once in a while. But this is all they're busy with. Bills, their name. Look what I accomplished. Please care about me. If I would have been on city council, yep. no bill would have touched. Right. No bill would have gotten to the front. Everyone would have been filibusted till you took care of my sense. But here, here is my optimism, right? You running for city council, that's what you want to do, right? <clears throat> if if uh, the American voter, whether at the local level or the federal level, if they said, here's my standard, I'm going to reelect you if you get rid of more laws on the books than anyone else. So, so your, your next bill should be, we're going to get rid of these 48 rules. Terrific. Your competitor said, I'm going to get rid of these next 360. You're going to win. If the people ch- if the people spent any time paying attention <laughs> to any of these details, that's where the ultimate power resides. And I think the, the, politi- the political class has just managed to convince people it's too complicated. Don't bother. You can't win. And that's just not true. If enough people voted in, folks like you, it would all change and their lives would get better. And what yeah. do we need to do to get that message across? Wake up. Uh, we're trying. You know, this new girl that got elected, a Republican who I was running against, um, she promised. And you know what the first thing she's doing? New legislation. Oh. Radical, a radical meeting. What the hell? You promised to go represent the people. And now you're really starting legislation. Stop it. Wow. Uh, all right. Well, we're, we're, uh, it, it's your, your frontline perspective is very helpful. I have chosen this year to push forward optimistically in the face of all evidence that people are craven idiots who will not do the right thing. I'm going to go with you and believe 
We've got a mass of 350 million diamonds out there, and a lot of them just need polishing. <laughs> You've gone mute on me, my friend. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> so, but that's that's the hope for this year that we're going to work towards. Maybe we'll make a dent. Maybe we won't. Uh, but you know, I spent all last year railing against fools who are shoving idiotic mandates down our throats. And aside from the brief adrenaline rush that provided me and my listeners, it didn't provide a positive path forward. <laughs> so I know I haven't been drinking it before noon. <laughs> I'm, not going, I'm not going anywhere. And I'm going to continue my fight to the last minute. Excellent. We'll be here to fight with you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye.